We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Detroit Lions wraps up week two of the preseason and they fall 23-30 to against the Houston Texans. Was there some guy that stepped up in this week, or was this week very similar to last week's preseason game against the Patriots? Find out on episode 34 of the Pride Podcast. going on guys welcome back to episode 34 of the pride podcast on the blue wire network i'm tyler from lions nation i'm pierre from detroit lions fan page what's going on everybody i am malcolm i'm with the detroit lions video page all right guys so today in episode 34 we are gonna break down the lions second week of preseason they went against the houston texans and they did fall up short again. So now they are 0-2 in the preseason. We're going to give you guys some of our thoughts and reactions from the game. But I want to start off with Malcolm. What is your initial thoughts and reaction after finishing this Houston Texans game? My initial reaction is that we played a lot better this week than we definitely played last week. I can tell you that for sure. Um, I can confirm that. <laughs> um, even though we didn't get the results that we won as far as the, the score results, this preseason... Don't really care about who wins or lose. I just care about improvement and the individual matchup is what I really care about. And um, just to start off, looking at that starting unit when Watson was out there, first thing I noticed that we didn't get too much pressure on Watson at all in that first drive. Um, but again, there was a lot of guys that were out. Trey Flowers was not there. Snacks Harrison was not there. Um, Mike Daniels, not there. Deshaun Hand, not there as well. So there's a lot of guys 
lot of our big name guys were not there. So it's kind of expected that they didn't get that much pressure against the Texans starting offensive line and Sean Watson. But there's a lot of positives with this game. So like um going going looking at Darius Slay, um his he only had he was matched up with Hopkins a, a few times. And the times that he was matched up with them, he looked phenomenal. He had that great pass breakup um, on Hopkins. And he just, you know, Slay looked like Slay. So that's a positive. Um, Rashad Melvin looked great as well. He looked good. Even though he gave up the touchdown to Hopkins, it's not really a big deal. You know, you kind of expect that if Hopkins, if Melvin was guarding Hopkins, you kind of expect something like that to happen. So it it, it is what it is. Yeah, Hopkins is the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. There, I mean, wow. uh, let's go top three that, now. Let's, let's, that's 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 another topic right there, man. I mean, let's, let's, let's go top three for now. Yeah, for me, he's yeah. the best. But we yes. can all go. To, we can all agree on top three. Yeah, top, all right, that's top fair. three for sure. Top three for sure. Um, but again, we we play another game without our starting receivers. You know, there's no Marvin Jones out there, no Kenny Galladay out there, no Danny, no Danny Madola. So our starters receiving was not there. So, I mean. They look good. I mean, Josh Johnson, for being here for four days, he didn't look the best. But for him to even be out there is is, is good. It's good work for him to even be out there. But I got to say, man, David Fells looked really good. <laughs> like, oh, man. like, he looked really good. Um, I didn't expect that at all. I mean, I don't. Tyler, I mean, I know you were really hard on this guy, David Fells, but he looked phenomenal, man. What, <laughs> what happened? What happened? I don't know what happened. But, uh, you know, David Fells, I mean, I'm just going to go out in the air. I am deeply apologizing to David Fells for all the rude words I've said to him, all the drops I've told Malcolm to add over David Fells, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Negative I've said about David Fails. I mean, it even looks like wow. the line. It looks like the Lions even gave up on him. Like they didn't play him the whole first half. Who again? Matthew Stafford did not play. If you guys were wondering, if you guys did not watch the game, so Josh Johnson started the game. They, it kind of looked like you know we were even joking at halftime. We're like Malcolm's joking to me. He's like, "Watch David Fails is going to go off," and I'm like, you know, I'm sending this <laughs> this one monkey gift. If you guys know this gift I'm talking about, it's like I can't explain it, but it, it's a funny. He's gift. shocked. He's it's a very, very funny. It's, it's a very shocked gift, and I kept sending it, and I, I was just like laughing because, and you know, I had no expectations for David Fields, but he looked really good out there, and, and it, it was shocking to me. Really, it really was. But do I still think he makes the roster? No, I don't think he makes what? the roster. But you know, good for David Fields, man. He looked I, I, good I, out there. I gotta say this: he was, he was ten for fifteen. For 196 yards and yeah, one touchdown. Yeah, I know what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I want to add something. Go ahead. Um, well, that's actually my baller of the week. Ooh. Is David Fields. And I think, like, what kind of, like, I think he got motivated. You know, they just brung in Josh Johnson a couple days ago. He started over and was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to show him what I got. He listened like, to me and he called out waste management, too. Bruh. You know, like, I think, like, sometimes, like, you need, like, a wake-up call. Maybe the Josh Johnson thing was his wake-up call. He came out and balled out. Even the Texans, I read some of the Texans reports out of, like, 
camp, and they said that David Fields looked like the better quarterback in camp this week than Josh Johnson. Well, I mean, Josh Johnson was even phenomenal today. I mean, I, I mean, Josh Johnson is brand new to the system. I think as the weeks go on, I think Josh Johnson is going to ease into the system more, and I think he'll end up if Tom Savage cannot go because I think Tom Savage, first of all, is the best of the three that we're mentioning right now. But if Tom Savage is not a good go and he can't go, I think Josh Johnson will eventually ease into the system and become this backup quarterback. I, I cannot see David Fields making this team. And I'll, I'll make a bold statement on the podcast. You guys can quote me. You could record this all you want. I'll give out three copies of Madden 20 if David Fields makes a 53-man roster out of camp this year. Well, Tyler, I'll say this. I'll say this about David Fields. I want to say he's not a lock right now. I think he's on the bubble. Um. He's, he's battling with Josh Johnson right now. And Tom Savage, like I told you, he has a concussion history. So we don't know. He could go on IR. I, right I'll, I'll keep my statement out there. Three copies of Madden 20 if David Phillips makes a 53-man roster. Well, All I'm right. going to say this for the listeners. They better hope for two more games because if David Phillips has two more games like this, you about to be broke, broke, broke. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'll say this about Phillips also. I thought he played really well. Uh, 226 yards, a touchdown, and then he had towards the end, like when they ran the the two minute drill, and like towards the end of the game, oh, yeah. there was three drops by tight ends. I mean, they could have scored and probably tied the game. Not a drop to pass. Trailer dropped a pass, and Jerome Cunningham dropped a pass. Bitch, you play ball like a penguin, and you ain't got no hands. And I should give you these hands. Yeah, Lorenzo Alexander, like you know, had one on uh, his fingertips. He, yeah, you know, maybe could have calmed down. That was a little over, a little overthrown, a little overthrown. But I mean. As Chris Buehlman says, if it touches your fingernails and you're an NFL wide receiver, you come down with that. Yeah. Right. Um, but another positive about this game, the offensive line. The oh, offensive yeah. line, they, they, they did a complete turnaround. I don't know what Matt Patricia said to them, but this looked like a different unit from last week. Um, they played, especially the starting unit. The starting unit, they shouldn't even had a, they shouldn't have had even given up a sack. But it was Josh Josh Johnson. I guess he couldn't see find nobody open, so he was pump faking, and he held the ball too long. He ended up getting sacked. But besides that, I mean, they looked they looked like a like a starting like a starting unit. Like I think this five that they have, I think this is like a go. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited I mean, about Joe. Carry on looked good too when he was out there. I mean, you know, with that offensive line. So. Yeah, the offensive line played well. Joe Dahl's looking like more and more he's going to win that left guard spot, you know, as the days go on, as the weeks go on. And honestly, we're talking about the whole offensive line. The second team even looked a lot better this week compared to last week. Kenny Wiggins looked a lot better at the tackle position compared to the guard position. So, you know, maybe that's a transaction the Lions, you know, stay with and keep Wiggins at the tackle position. But I want to get this question out for you guys. So Terrell Crosby obviously wasn't out there, you know, had the injury with the belief concussion. He's in concussion protocol as well as with Tom Savage. He had a very rough week last week. You know, I gave him my oopsie doopsie. Do you guys think with, you know, there were some guys that, you know, performed well on that offensive line today. Do you think there's any shot that the Lions could potentially move on from Terrell Crosby after preseason? Absolutely not. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't see it at all. Um, you see the games like he started for us. I think he started two games with us. One last year and one the year before. He's played well in those games. I don't think... I think it's done to move on after like one preseason game or whatever. I'll have to agree with Pierre. Um, after one preseason game, I wouldn't totally give up on, on um, Crosby. But 
it's gonna be tough for him, especially Wiggins balling out. Yeah, and but you, I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a spot. I think there's gonna eventually be a spot for him. They could you know reserve him as a maybe the third tackle. Well, I mean, I think that's his role right now. Honestly, on the team, I have him still making the roster. Um, I like I said, I like to carry nine offensive linemen. I'm, you know, on football teams, like when I build a fifty-three man roster, I usually like to have nine offensive linemen. So you know, having four ta- or yeah, four tackles have around like you know four to five guards slash center. So you know, um, I do have him still making the team. But you know, there were some guys that you know played well and you know could make an argument to make this football team guys like Andrew Denell really you know stood up this week from compared to week one preseason you know and at the guard position Bob and Shawl. I mean he really stepped up as an undrafted free agent week uh no this week playing the guard position I I was really impressed with him I've been giving him a lot of hype too so you know there's some guys you know that are performing well in that offensive line that Crosby might need to get on on this roster fast and, you know, play some games if he wants to, you know, stick around. Football season is here, people. It's time to start placing your bets for NFL and college football. Blue Wire is teaming up with sports information traders and the legend John Price, one of the world's most successful sports bettors. So our listeners are given the chance to make more money on football this season. Go to sportsinformationtraders.com slash blue and get the college football and NFL feature plays and make up to 15 times your money for only a $99 investment. Last year, Sports Information Traders correctly predicted the Clemson Tigers to win the college football championship, making one client alone $110,000. Last year, before that, Kurt personally of the sports information traders made $1 million with preseason wagers on the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl. John Price and the sports information traders team can guide you on the best ways to make more money on future bets and preseason football betting picks. You get all of that just for $99 and the opportunity to make 15 times your money. It's totally worth getting sports information traders betting picks. Sports information traders have been featured in ESPN, Gambling911.com, Entrepreneur Magazines, and many more. John Price has successfully making money bets on sports for over 20 years. Make a big return for a small investment with Sports Information Traders Future Picks. Get started now by going to sportsinformationtraders.com slash blue. Again, Make sure you go to sportsinformationtraders.com slash blue to have the chance to make 15 times return this football betting season. Let me hop into another question, guys. Mm. Um, The wide receiver position, um, it looked a lot better this week. Than the last week because you can see the the quarterback production. Did your four and five receiver did it change from this game? I'm because gonna Fulgham say Fogum had, had a great game. Yeah, Andy Fulgham Jones had a, had a great game. game. Andy Jones had a good game, and I had uh you know originally Chris Lacey and Brandon Powell, and I'm gonna stick with that prediction because I thought Brandon Powell even had a pretty good game too. Honestly, you know he made some nice catches, and but they haven't used him. I know it's preseason, but they haven't used them 
like what I've seen in practice out of the backfield. Like I've you know said, for example, they've used him in the backfield. And I haven't seen that in preseason yet. So I am I'm looking forward to when it gets maybe week you know week three next preseason game. They might do some more you know regular season stuff. You know, we might see some more Brandon Powell. You know because Stafford should be playing next week. So I think with those guys do putting good performances. Yeah, you know, it looks good now, but I want to see with Stafford out there. I want to see what guys like with Chris Lacey and guys like Brian Powell could do with Matthew Stafford because I saw one play, I believe it was the end of the second half, or the first half, sorry. Um, Chris Lacey was, like, wide open, and he, uh, you know, got perfect separation, and Josh Johnson just oversailed it over 40 yards over his head. So, <laughs> I mean, like, that wasn't fair. You know, he... Like, David Fales gave a money pass to Travis Fulgham, you know. He gave a money pass to Andy Jones. I don't think uh, uh, Chris Lacey got the, you know, the fair opportunity to – because David Fales is the better quarterback in this game. So, he didn't really get the opportunity to play with, you know, the better quarterback, I guess you could say, in the game. So, I'm going to stick with my four and five. I think it's tricky after the first three. I had Lacey and Powell – I don't even know what I have right now. I really don't. It's hard. Um, Andy Jones played well. Travis Fulgham played well. Uh, even uh, Tom TK, your boy TK, Tom Kennedy played well. So yeah, he played. He played good. Duhar had those. one target. He showed his speed and size a little. It's just it's really tricky. And honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I think the depth is still a little shaky because no one really has stood out yet. Like all these guys played well, but none of them have like like completely stood out yet. I can um, agree with that. It's I, hard. I could, see, I could see a trade coming. I really could see a trade coming at wide receiver. And I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, like a veteran. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if a trade was coming. I, I think another veteran's needed on this football, or that wide receiver group in specific, too, because after Jermaine Curse, you know, none of those guys are really, you know, none of them proved anything in this league yet. So I agree. I think a, a veteran move should be happening soon or. We should maybe expect that. Tyler, I have a question for you. I said my baller of the week. Who's your oopsie doopsie? Oh, boo-hoo. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. My oopsie doopsie of the day. So, I'm going to... Okay, this, you guys might uh, you guys might get, get mad at me for this one. I'm going to give it to Amani Arue, honestly. He had, a, he had a tough day today. You know, gave it a big pass interference. Yes, I know. He's, he's a rookie. rookie. I know. Bro, he's hold a up, hold up, hold up. You gotta chill on my boy. He's a rookie, okay? Okay, he had a tough day. Okay, 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 okay. But the whole point of it is who had the t- who had the who had a bad day? Amani Rui. Mm, I would have given this. There's so other guys. There are other guys. Okay, I'll give you my my co-candidate who won the oopsie doopsie. I'm gonna give it to the third team offensive line or not offensive line. My bad. Third team defensive line with interior defensive line to be specific with PJ Johnson, Kevin Strong, and Frederick Jones. Because those guys, the, whoever was running back for the Houston Texans was going all up. Did you just give it to a whole unit office. just now? The whole, <laughs> the whole team interior defensive line. Man. It was bad. It was, bad. It was disgusting. But yeah, they got no penetration at all. No, but, but uh, I want to hear about Amari Rue. I just want to hear... Like exactly, yeah, like was it was it that one pass interference play? Or? No, just got beat a few times too. You know, it just had to have a good day overall. I know he's a rookie; he could still improve. I'm not saying that, but he just had a tough day. It wasn't a good day for Amani. All right, it's, it's your it's, thing. It's so. another, another learning day for Amani. 
But yeah, it was another learning day. Exactly, it's a learning experience. But he had a rough day, and that's the whole point of the segment. Is who had the who had a rough day? And that was Mario Rui, right? He had a rough I day. I want to um. All right. I want to had a D Virgin had a rough day too. Yeah, some guys had a rough day. Um, he did. Now I want to go to like the positives on defense. I thought our linebacker depth showed today. Uh, Jelani Tavai made plays early in the game, and then it didn't stop. Jalen Reeves Maven made plays. MVP. Made plays. MVP. MVP. Um, and Anthony said MVP to Jalen Reeves Maven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the okay. free throw line, and I was <laughs> chanting MVP. He yeah. balled out to me, man. Anthony Pittman like. Looks solid. Like he had some plays he missed it, but he was held a couple times. The I think Wayne he's State a good native. candidate. I think he's a good candidate for the practice squad. I really like him. Peter, don't you go to Wayne State? Yeah. Oh, are you trying to have some bias for your boy because he goes to Wayne State? He went to Wayne State University. No. No. <laughs> okay. No, no bias here. I just like the way he plays. I agree. I like Anthony Pittman. I agree. He should be a practice squad player too. But I don't know. I, I, I sense a little bias right there with the. The Wayne State connection. And Tyler, remember we talked about last week? You're like, I don't know about Will Harris. He's like a little awful today. Yeah, no, he showed up, man. I he showed, showed up. up today. Yeah, he had a he had a couple tackles. He took a fumble to the house. I still don't think he should have a role in this football team, though. <laughs> I disagree <laughs> with you. I really disagree. With you. I, I don't think, think he'd be active on game days. I, I agree the, with Tyler. I don't, I don't think he he scares me in coverage. There's like too many good whatever, on this football team too. Whenever he's like in coverage of somebody and they throw his direction, like my heart is like pounding. I agree. And <laughs> I'm so scared when he's in coverage. He's a rookie, but man. He's exactly. I know that, and he needs to learn. But when you put him like in the box, he plays well. He he played well. Like he played well today. And I I've said this. I think he, Will Harrison specific, could actually be one day kind of have a transaction to his position, maybe become a linebacker one day. I think he plays better as a linebacker than a safety, honestly. I'm not going to lie. He plays, he plays good in the box. When you yeah. drop him down the box, he plays well. But he should not have a role in his rookie season, or at least for the first half of the season. What about um? there's a safety that had an up-and-down type game? He actually, he actually also had like a crazy stiff arm that happened to him as well. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my back home. Adams. Oh, yeah, Adams. He played yeah. well, but then he played. He had ups and downs. Like he gave up a he touchdown. Was up and down, yeah. It was a it was a it was a cover two. Gave up the touchdown. Um, he got an interception. Yeah. You know, he made he made plays. Got an interception, but then that stiff arm, like my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, he got killed. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. But, um, but that one specific play where it was the touchdown to end the first half, I, he should have had the pass breakup. But like he he was there. Looked like he, he read there. it. He timed it wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was it was something. It was it was just a wrong. Like I don't know. Something was off that play. He, he like jumped too. He jumped a cover too, and he just I guess he got a bad bad jump on the ball. Yeah, he yeah. timed it wrong. He jumped a little. But early. he he's exactly kind of like what Bob Quinn like was intending to get this off. He's a playmaker, man. He makes yeah, plays. I, like, I, he's a playmaker. Like, yeah. like the dude has his ups and downs, but he can make plays, man. That's a, that's the difference between him and like some other guys we've had in previous. Um, <clears throat> never lost him. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, that one play that he, he, he like he misread the play, that looked like Nevin Lawson out there. He's number 24. No, that was, if that was Nevin Lawson, you'd have seen a whole bunch of yellow flags go out there. No, no, I'm being serious, though. Like, he was there, but he didn't, he, didn't get, he didn't hit the ball. That was Neville. Neville was always on his guy, but like, he always but timed the ball wrong. He's not a playmaker. I don't think, I don't think it was timing the ball wrong. He would, he would be too damn aggressive. So aggressive that it would, it would get a penalty. That was his problem. Either it was a pass interference, it was holding, it was something. It was never awesome like that. 
that was his problem. But one thing I want to mention is that one one big positive about this game is that we came out this game with no major injuries. Last week we got you know there was a major injury last week with um Curse. You know he broke his leg in the game, but we actually came out this game with no real major injuries. I mean CJ um CJ Moore got hurt, but besides him, we're pretty much injury free. Yeah, that was a really big positive. I, you also forgot to mention last week Crosby and Savage got hurt. Oh yeah, they also yeah that 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 is true. That is true. Yeah, but the concussions. I mean, overall Jerry's, though, Jerry's Kilgo. Yeah, overall though, today was a good day. Um, no injuries, and the team played solid football. Honestly, guys, I'm going to say one thing. I don't care if we win or not. I'm just paying attention to matchups and players because the coaches. If they wanted to win, they'd put their starters in. They're just evaluating, guys. I don't think they care either. So, yeah, that is our recap for the week two of the preseason. So, a lot more positives to week two of the preseason than compared to week one. Our depth showed up this game, and that's you know that's something you right. want to see. Um, I, I, was, I left impressed. You know, even though they lost the game, a lot of positives to take from the film room, you know, when you know the team goes over it. I, I, I was impressed, honestly. I really was. And... It's going to be a real deal next week. You know, Ford Fields versus the Buffalo Bills. You're going to expect to see some Matthew Stafford next week. You know, it's going to be a real test next week. I'm excited. But I thought they, you know, they fixed up what they had to fix up from week one to week two. So it was a good, good week overall, even though they lost the game. But I want to add something to that. Next week is like they call it the dress rehearsal game. TJ Lang said you watch a little film on that. You, you game plan a little. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I'm interested to see. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. I'm Tyler from Lions Nation. I'm Pierre from Detroit Lions fan page. I am Malcolm, and I'm from the Detroit Lions video page. But before right. we before we end the show, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's following the podcast on IG. We just made it to a thousand followers. So big kudos to all our followers. Um, if you're not following us, please follow us at Pride Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And yep. David Fails. David Fails, again, I am sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Lions, Lions fans, take care. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace. Pride Podcast is sponsored by the D-Line, a lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit thedline.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. The D-Line.com, for Detroiters, made by Detroiters. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.